When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. It's far from the south with Steve and We're in. It's four from the south. I'm Steve Healy. Here's my friend Fabrizio Capano. Fabrizio, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, dude. How are you doing? We're wasting too much time. Let's give the people what they come here for, which is stories from Latin America. Four every week. That's why it's called Four from the South. And our first story this week, what is going on in Latin America this week? I'm the straight man here. You tell me what's going on. and I I'm going to tell you. Yes. I'm going to tell you because you need this information. First, uh, I want to start talking about uh, Fernandez, the president of Argentina. I don't know if you know if you know about this guy. No, tell me everything. What do I need to know? Last I checked, Kirchner, wasn't Christina Kirchner in charge there? Yeah, I mean, she's the vice president. I mean, it's a crazy story because she was president twice and then she was about to go to jail, and she's so popular. People love her over there. So she figured out a way to stay out of jail, becoming the vice president of the next guy. Classic. And yeah, she's, she's a genius. Uh, an evil genius, but still. And I'm sure it's, it's a better musical waiting than Evita Peron musical waiting from, from this woman. You know? Right. Evita Peron never got elected to anything, did she? She was just the first lady. As far Boring. As um, Morris but, News <laughs> but about, about How on uh, earth, by the way, wait a second, can we just talk for a second about how did they, how on earth is it that the first lady of Argentina somehow had a hit musical that every single person like has heard the songs from? How did that happen? I don't even know what the story is. Like, I think Madonna happened. I mean, she was just like cool and nice with poor people and... Oh, okay. that was enough she was nice to, to be like, people. yeah, this this is the you most important musical. figure. Yeah. We found a Latin American woman who is nice to poor people. Okay, cool. And she, I guess she was glam or something and she stood on a balcony and that makes for good theater. Yeah. And, and I mean, probably like all of that was not as uh, amazing as Madonna doing that, you know? So that's how the myth Right, yeah, grow. definitely Madonna helped. But it was a hit Broadway musical before Madonna. Anyway, forget her. She's in the past. Now we're on, forget Kirshner even. We're on to the new guy. 
And what's his so, deal? This is the thing. Alberto Fernandez is a guy that only can be president of a country like Argentina. Can you imagine, like, if someone told you, like, okay, this is a, a president candidate, you know, like the next, he's running for government. And yeah. people tell you, like, well, so where did this guy live? And he's like, no, he doesn't have a house. He lives with a friend. <laughs> he's <laughs> he, got a roommate. Yeah. That's a president any, roommate. That doesn't work. No. In any other country of the world, some people tell you, like, what are, we're not going to vote for someone who is living in the guest house of a friend, you know? But in Argentina, no, no, no. No that was like, that make him more legit. So, yeah, he won the election. And Alberto is like, he's like this guy who plays guitar. He's like a school teacher, kind of cool, old, but still like having laid, you know, like a cool guy that you want to hang out with. And uh, he's a cool, he's your cool groovy teacher. He somehow got elected president of Argentina. What was it? Was he like a, in the Congress or something beforehand? How did he get there? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was around the world of like uh, the Kishners for a long time. He was against them for a minute. And then they figure out a way to win just having this mix between Christina and him in the ticket. Um, so the, the, the cool thing is, like, this guy always being like... Look, uh, he looks cool, I gotta say. I'm looking at a picture of him. He's this kind of a silver foxy kind of guy. Yeah, and he has, like, no a non-binary son that is all over social media. You know, this, this guy is, like, the right president for these times. Okay, um, yeah, he's of our times, yeah. And, um, well, the thing is, like, during COVID, Argentina have the longest lockdown in the world. Okay. <laughs> it's the first country to decided to go to lockdown and one of the last that decided to stop it. But the crazy thing is like it's Argentina, so it's not like a real lockdown. You know, you still can pay a cop or escape in the middle of the you know, no one cares. Okay, gotcha. It's like it's pretty chill, you know, you can get out of there. Nobody's really paying too much attention. Exactly. And uh, during that time, there was went up and down, up and down, up and down. But this was the guy who's like, we're going to go with lockdown. We're going to go with lockdown. We're going to go with lockdown. And last week, it was his birthday party. And he decided to throw a party anyways. So everyone is upset because it's like, dude, you told us for a year and a half, don't do anything, you know? And now you're throwing this massive party at, at your mansion. I mean, as your as your guest house mansion in the house of someone else. Not even your mansion. You don't even have a mansion. So he's there, and it looks like there's like twelve or so people and a baby. Right? Isn't there a baby in the photo? Yeah, there's that's tons of. They don't care. And they were eating food, having some fun. So everyone was like angry at this, and uh, so I mean, I mean, I don't think this is gonna like be a big issue in the future. But it's kind of cool that he got this thing, he had this trouble, and then three days later, his girlfriend is now pregnant. And oh. she put post a picture on Instagram, like, you know, touching her belly. It's not confirmed yet, but like she's like posts this picture of like her touching the belly. And okay, everyone's like, okay, interesting. let's move to the next conversation. What's the name of the baby? So Could now you have our, knocked her up at the party. Is that possible? I hope that will be the perfect yes. scenario. Okay, good. Yeah. I saw that he blamed it on her. He was like, I felt really bad that my wife or girl, is it his wife or his girlfriend? The, I think so, girlfriend. But he blamed the woman for throwing a party. <laughs> classic <laughs> well, technique. Cl classic Argentinian move. So... She's so foolish. She threw a party. I went, definitely. But because it was at my house, I, I don't have anywhere to live. So I had to go. Listen, I, I, what my favorite things about this president, I want to finish with this, this story. He, during the inauguration, the, his inauguration as president, he drove uh, like a Prius and he was driving the car. 
He's like oh, in the cool. back saying hi. He's like an Uber driver saying hi and driving the car to his inauguration. Wow. You don't drive your own car. Everyone knows that. And it was not Come like a, a presidential car. He was like driving a, a Prius. Uh, he was like, yeah, exactly like a Ford Fiesta uh, to his inauguration. His girlfriend is Fabiola. Fabiola Yan. Yanez, is that right? Yanez, yes. She's yes. a stage actress and a journalist. I'm also learning that <laughs> there have been a number of visitors to the presidential palace, including an actress, a dog trainer, and a hairdresser. And then he threw a birthday party for his girlfriend. Amazing. This guy, kind of cool, maybe? Yeah, I like I'm the mustache. Also, he once said that, um, this is a quote from him, the Mexicans came from the Indians, the Brazilians came from the jungle, but we Argentines came from ships. And they were ships that came from Europe. That was like his diplomacy to I know. stress it. <laughs> everyone hated him so much after that quote. Uh, it's not a very elegant thing to say that the Brazilians came from the jungle. Like, does he think they spontaneously uh, no, emerge from I, I the think, Amazon? He's like, oh, we came from boats. We were Europeans. You know, that's yeah, what we're trying classy. to say. We're, we're better than you. We're better than you. <laughs> shouldn't that, but shouldn't that, shouldn't that mean the opposite? Like, shouldn't that mean like you guys came later? You came on boats. You don't belong here. I mean, if Brazilians truly did came from the jungle, then surely they have a better claim on the continent than Argentinians. Well, he's being in a constant fight with Bolsonaro. They're like main enemies. So maybe that's the reason, but like that was the wrong thing to say. Have Argentina and Brazil ever had a war? It seems like that could be something. I guess I mean, that's soccer. That's they have a constant soccer. soccer war going on okay, for decades. Great. Yeah. That's an elegant, what an elegant solution. You just have really, really crazy, often, I mean, people have died as a result of soccer games. Uh, I, I have and, to say, it's, it's the best way if you hate another country, just put it in the soccer, you know? Just like figure out this problem through soccer and, you know, don't go to war. I, That's I think really nice. It's a good system. That's actually Latin America doesn't get enough credit for. I don't know if there's been a major war between, at least not between two countries in Latin America in like the 20th century. Has there? I don't I think mean, so. Well, well there have been a lot of civil wars and weird insurgencies and guerrilla conflicts and so on. But you know, for, for example, like one of the reasons why, why Maradona is is still the biggest. I mean, he's dead, but like he's still the biggest figure in soccer for Argentina's ever is because he won against the UK right after what happened in Falklands. Oh, the Falkland business. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So he kind of revenged his people through soccer. Right, and that was the game when the hand of God, that thing, where he... Exactly. Said, also, he cheat on that game, and he destroyed the UK. That's... A good... <laughs> Man, that must have been some game. I mean, when I think of, like, the games I'd like to go to in history, like Argentina against England right after the war, and Maradona's playing, <laughs> that must have been something. And then he clearly scored a handball goal. Wow. I'm going to watch that whole game, I think. Yeah, that's a recommendation for us, guys. Well, uh, you, have... you know, here... Here in our, you, have one. Uh, you know, we had a we had a similar controversy here in California when Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, he went to French Laundry, the consider, often considered the world's greatest restaurant, Napa. He was telling everybody, he was making restaurants shut down, everybody stay inside. And then he, too, went to a birthday party at uh, it was for, for a lobbyist, even worse. He went to the birthday party for the lobbyist at a ridiculous restaurant. You probably couldn't get out of there for less than three or four hundred dollars. Just absolutely absurd Marie Antoinette kind of stuff. These guys, they can't resist birthday parties. No matter how rich, famous, powerful you are, if your friend's having a birthday party, you gotta go, even if it's illegal. I think Obama just threw a party like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he did, you're right, yeah. 
and the story there was he was knocking everybody off the guest list, <laughs> but still all the great like John Legend still got to go, but not like the guy who helped Obama get elected. Could you imagine that? Like how you be like, okay, we're not gonna have Bruce Springsteen. We're not gonna ha- how you choose who's gonna not be in the list anymore. You know, sitting there and crossing off the Obama guest list. That, I would watch a Netflix movie about that. That would be a good little uh, The Crown style. <laughs> Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, we have more stories. We have another yes, one. Yes, okay, we have four stories. Sorry, we're getting so bogged down on the first story because it was so good. Keep us coming. Uh, so I have this story um, that is not, it's more like a character that I want to present to okay. the American character audience. character sketch. Like, it doesn't, oh, you know, Four from the South, it's not, yeah, there's stories, you know, but sometimes they're a little bit of biography, a little uh, introduction. Exactly, like this guy. So this is the story. Every morning... Every morning since he's be- he became president, we're talking about AMLO, the president of Mexico, he throw a press conference. And this press conference can go for hours. This guy is just like go to podium every morning and for like three to six hours just talk. And Amazing. Amazing right there. Could you imagine all, all the bad quotes from this guy? Every, if every day the president had to talk for three hours... How much stupid thing he will say. When's the last time you talked for three hours, if ever? I mean, maybe a day that I have three podcasts in a row, you know? Right. And, and it's still, I can edit this. Um, yes. <laughs> no, he's going live. He's going three hours. And this is the first thing in the morning. Like, presumably he needs a nap after this. He's not a young man. He's not a young right? man. And, no. and he, he always have like a presentation and have a team of people who's like, oh, that, that question. Let me bring this guy. Hey, and, and, you know, all these people are in the front row waiting to be called to answer some stupid shit. So every day is just like this TV show that go on and on. And. This one guy who became a character because he was always asking the lamest questions and always like making AMLO look good. 
you know? So, he, he, of course, after the third time that the president figured out this guy was only throwing softballs, he just called him. So <laughs> He's kind of a setup man for Amlo. <laughs> exactly. So this guy, is called, he called himself Lord Molecula. Okay. What does uh, that mean? Lord, he's like Lord Molecule. <laughs> okay, tell me more. I'm interested. <laughs> the story of Lord Molecule. <laughs> I mean, if you look at a picture of him, he looks nothing like Lord Molecule. He looks like... I mean, take a second. Lord Molecule. Like if you saw that on a huge billboard as like a DJ in Vegas or something, you'd be like, that's interesting. I might like to check out Lord Molecule. <laughs> well, Lord Molecule is an old man with a tiny mustache, a Mexican old dude, just asking link questions to a president. And he he he's, he has this nickname because he went to a... a I mean, in another time, he went to like a press conference about like a nuclear uh, uh, power station or something, and he asked about molecules, and then he was called Lord Molecule. Oh, got it. Okay, I'm looking this guy up. He's got an amazing style. He's got a mustache, a, a huge nose, glasses. He's mostly bald. A bow tie seems like it's kind of his thing. He doesn't. He looks like I can't compare him to any celebrity. He kind of looks like the penguin or something. There's some penguin energy on him. There's I, definitely, yeah, he's a cartoonish vibe, which maybe is how you get to be the most famous guy at the Mexican press conference. And by the way, he have a cartoon of himself in his website. You can check Lord Molecule Official, LordMoleculaOfficial.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, he he's now, I mean, of course, if you're a journalist and you want to like, you know, get truth to power and like, Ask the right question. You hate this guy. He's just like wasting everyone's time. Uh, but if you're Twitter, you love this dude because he's just like something to make fun every week, every morning. You know who he kind of looks like? He looks like a bit like Mean Gene, the wrestling announcer. Do you know that guy? Oh no, I the don't dude know. Dude, who guy. would do the WWF? Uh, the, the guy who's the main newsman on WWF. Maybe he's auditioning for that role. Or WWE, sorry, the pro wrestling dude. Um, also, the, if you Google Lord Molecula, a lot of uh, the photos feature his Christmas blazer, which is a look I'd like to get into by this Christmas. At Christmas time, he had a crazy blazer with all kinds of like trees and stuff on it. And I just found that he's about to open a virtual store with his shirts and yeah, uh, every every kind of souvenir that you want from Team Molecula hashtag Team Molecula. Does this guy have an outfit? Like, is he reporting for someone, or does he just show up and ask? <laughs> <laughs> this is not going anywhere. There's no like a yeah. media that is like. I think he has his own website now. This <laughs> is his blog. Because sometimes you're like, I'm from the New York Times. I'm from CNN. But this guy might just be from Lord. I'm Lord Molecular. That's it. Um, for me. I'm here. What an endearing friendship, though, between this guy and AMLO, the president of Mexico. I like that one guy's getting up there talking, the other guy sets him up. So things are going so great in Mexico. To what do you attribute that? You know what is crazy about the Mexican government is that the, every every period is six years. You know how much time is six years of the same president? You vote for one guy six years ago. He's still That's running government. That's so long. You could go through all of high school. You could, you know, go to college, flunk out a couple times, and he's still the same he's president. Still the same president. I, Imagine I, a baby, a, a child could be conceived 
The sexual act could conceive a child. The child is born. The child grows up, reads, is riding a bike by the time the guy's out of office. It's insane. It's too much. It's too long. I mean, six years of Lord Molecule and Ambla Adventures. It's too much, guys. Just don't do that. Maybe that's how, maybe the strategy there is to kind of just beat you down a little bit. You know, <laughs> at some point you're just like, like we just got to get through, <laughs> just got to get through six years of this. I saw that Emlo, by the way, there's a, a ballot proposition or something. Maybe we'll talk about this next week too. Um, he, there's a ballot, some kind of electoral uh, 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 proposition in Mexico to whether or not he's going to be allowed to prosecute the last five, the last five presidents wow. of Mexico. So that's a pretty sweet. Like, imagine if Joe Biden was like the last five people. And also, that's in Mexico, that's 30 years, right? Yeah. That's like the last <laughs> a whole. Imagine if they were like they're, Nixon, Reagan, they're Bill Clinton. Alive. They're all, we're going all over those guys. George W. I mean, maybe it would be healthy. I mean, uh, I, I think we don't want to know more about the past. I, I, I just no, want to like no, stop no, no. thinking we, about it. We have our hands full and then some with the present. Yes, yes. Okay, man, I've got one for you, actually. This is a pretty interesting story, I thought. It's about the... We're back to Argentina. This is about the Piranha River. Okay. Piranha. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Because sometimes I've seen the little... I don't even know what it's called. The squiggle marks that they sometimes put over a letter N. So maybe it's Piranha River. Do you know the answer to that? Uh, I think it's Perona, but... Okay, Piranha River. Like it's Piranha River definitely doesn't sound right because that's not horrible fish that eats everybody. But the so this is where I didn't know this, but like almost all the soybeans in the world or a huge percentage of the soybeans in the world come from Argentina and they travel on this river. But the river is at a really, really low uh, level because of a historic drought. Scientists attribute the drought to climate change. So we're not getting our soybeans out of this river because the boats are too big to go in the river. The river is just like turned to mud. The soybeans can't get out. So as a result, the price of soybeans has gone way up, which will, I guess, a lot of soybeans are used to feed like cattle and livestock and stuff you know which is interesting because you sometimes hear the two talk about like soy boys and stuff and soy is like the opposite of meat i guess in in the in the world view of hating the soy culture have you heard this or is it just a unique american thing like the concept no, no, of it, being is. Soy, it is everywhere like in the world people boys. Hate... yeah okay yeah 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah boys. if if you're on an all meat diet you're still just eating you know, this you're just eating soy processed through cows. You know, it's a so it's all soy. We're all going back to soy. It's all soy. At the end of the, of the day, you're eating soy, guys. You want yeah, or not? Sorry, buddy. We're all soy boys somewhere along the line. <laughs> Whether your cow ate it, predigested it for you or not, it doesn't really matter. I don't think. I don't know. It seems like actually it would be more manly to eat the soy yourself. You don't need a cow to filter that. Actually, for you. I I like like fake meat. I like a, I like it a lot. I like the soy meat. I yeah, it makes me feel good. Also, makes me feel like I'm doing something, even if I'm not. You know, you were a vegetarian for a while. Are you still? I try, I try, but I fail. I, I mean, the other day I went to Lala's. This is like a uh, Argentinian restaurant here in LA. Meat is meat is still great. It's still. I mean, I just, just after the UN came out with this uh, report that the world is like dying, and I was like, I need a I need a steak. <laughs> just stuck in one. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like one steak at this point is going to make 
that much of a difference? I don't know. But I thought this was an interesting story about like global warming. You know, it's not going to just be like that the earth is hotter. It's these little weird things will happen that stack up like a river in Argentina is too low. So the price of soybeans goes way up. So the price of livestock goes way up. And like there's just not enough corn. You know, I, I didn't realize how much Argentina was providing of all this stuff. It's, I think it's the number one world producer of soybeans. And something like 80% of Argentina's soybeans go on this river. And just because the river is a little dry – and maybe it's global warming. Maybe it's not. It can happen sometimes that a river just goes a little low. But we got a problem here, man. We I remember soy out. when I, when mm-hmm. I was a uh, when I was a kid, they would say that I'm I'm trying to translate that is like Argentina is el granero del mundo. That that means is like the all the grains of the world are, co- are coming from there. Uh, and there was this. I, I remember like reading the idea that Argentina was so wealthy on like just like the thing was growing in the Argentina from the soil. That night, they're only, I mean, they can ruin their economy and in the next week they have the economy back because they have so much shit growing from the floor that they, they, they can just yes. like, you know, keep ruining their economy 20 times and there's still money because it's like just, it's, they have so much, so much shit around, you know, like uh, from the soil. So, They're not going to starve. They got plenty of food. So yeah, I mean, that's, that, that was like always been like the, the one of the coolest thing about Argentina is like. We we can ruin this country many times because God just gives us this like soil that is gonna like give us money back forever. Well, you know that, that it's mentioned here in this article. The article I'm going off is called "The Argentine River That Carries Soybeans to the to World Is Drying Up." <laughs> Ominous, you know, 2021 kind of headline. It's by Jonathan Gilbert. It's in Bloomberg, but it mentions it just sort of in passing in the article. They say that inflation in Argentina is running at 50 percent a year. So like, that's wild. You know, your money in Argentina is up. Like, you know, you can't really keep track of how much money you have because it's getting less and less valuable really, really fast. It's so bad. And then if you if you follow the news every so often, the Argentine peso just like completely collapses. They default on their debt. It happens over and over again. And yet some, somehow it looks – I haven't been to Argentina in a while, but it looked beautiful last time I was there. You know, they've got these – Buenos Aires has these sophisticated streets and nice parks and well, seems pretty pleasant, right? I, 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 I still remember watching the news in Argentina and you they, they show you like on, on the news uh, what's going on with the pesos, what's going on with dollars, you know, like all the exchange rates. And they always show something called dollar blue. And I was like, what is dollar blue? And that's like the illegal market of dollars. Uh but it's so. I mean, they show it in the in the news. Like, right. <laughs> so it's not that illegal. It, it is illegal, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's part of the it's part of our life now, you know. Yeah, it's funny when something like you know something is illegal, but you kind of have to deal with it anyway because it's so much. A part, it's it's broken the barrier where you can pretend it doesn't exist, and you have to just talk about it. Yeah, I I, I that's Argentina in a nutshell. I remember talking to some people from Humboldt County here in California, and it was like. You know, because it's illegal, you can't really talk about it. But like marijuana is probably like a bigger crop than like grapes or something. Like you just can't we we can't pretend that this isn't like a big part of the economy. Of course. And uh, I think this happening all over the planet. It's like countries are can't they can't stop marijuana anymore. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. marijuana's winning. It's winning. <laughs> I, the, the war yeah. of this world on war on drugs is being won by marijuana. Yes, definitively. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. 
A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, well, that's kind of a bummer story, but I have, I can end our session here with our fourth nice. story. This is not um, from the South exactly, but it is from Latin America, I think. It's a story from Spain. Okay. The village of Algar, Spain. In the village of Algar, Spain, the residents, they like to sit on their chairs outside and have a chat. Nice. You know? Nice tradition. Great life. Seems like something that might happen anywhere in the world. I don't know. It doesn't seem that unusual. Maybe they're especially good at it some of the articles have mentioned that the chairs are often uneven they're kind of a regular chair so it's kind of okay wow might it's happen. a nice life if you have to, if you care about that you know that's that's a totally. great life but these guys want to have their tradition recognized the town is only a thousand people but they want to have their tradition of sitting outside and chatting recognized by the united nations unesco <laughs> why Un well, UNESCO has a list of – they have UNESCO sites, you know, like Angkor Wat and um, I think Machu Picchu is a UNESCO site. And those are great. You know, the UNESCO helps to preserve these wonderful sites. But UNESCO also has what they call intangible cultural heritage. And some of those are <laughs> – there's all kinds of things. There's like African storytelling and um, uh, Neapolitan pizza making has been declared uh, UNESCO intangible heritage. And uh, sauna culture in Finland has been declared oh, intangible. Oh, that better than just sitting outside. Yeah, I'm not sure. If I'm on the UNESCO panel – I got to think about whether sitting outside in a village of a thousand people really makes the cut or not. But when you they're know? sitting outside, they're they're just talking to each other. They're like, I yeah. don't know. Again, so, this is a thousand people like, you know. A thousand people sitting outside is it's not a cultural movement, guys. It's I mean, there's going to be there will probably be a concert in L.A. with. 10 times that this very night. That right? happened every day, probably in LA. <laughs> There's some, yeah. somewhere outside, 100 people sit in a, in, a, in, a, in a park every weekend, at least. Yeah. And is this village, like, are they that much better at sitting outside and talking than any other Spanish village? Uh, any other Italian village? I, I mean, how know. low is the bar for the UNESCO to even pay attention to this? I mean, can we call this 
this conversation a cultural relevant I think act? we could consider yeah, the, the <laughs> Los Angeles tradition of podcasting should maybe be included. But you know what I would like to see is the UNESCO man going really he's got to go to some sample other villages see how they do the sitting outside chatting if they're at the same level you know yeah so the chat you'd really have to turn it up when the unesco man comes or maybe he comes undercover but in a village of a thousand people i don't think they're gonna like by the way they're not gonna miss it i love his job that's the best job ever just going to see people doing this crazy shit and be like okay now you're approved by the unesco Totally, totally, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this story. I think it's, well, Spain is is a little bit out of a reach, but you know what? They're still, they're still part of Latin America, you know? Are they part of the global south? I always hear about the global south. Do you have to be south of the, the, the equator to be in the global south, or can you be in probably, the global south of the mind? Probably. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I just think like that, I mean, what I love about Spain is like they conquer half of the world. And now they're like back to a tiny country. They have like economical crisis every three weeks. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, they're, they're, they envy Argentina. You can't handle they anything. They love to have Argentina's problems. Yeah. You, you can't do anything. You know, you were the own half of the world and you fail. And you're like, okay, I just want to like try to run this country. I mean, let's see what happened. Uh, I love Spain. Maybe we can master the art of sitting outside. That's all that we can hope for at this point. I love Spain. So... This is all great news. This is all, well, not great news, but like they're all news. And that's what matters. Look, here. it's all news. It's stories. We had a good time chatting. Fab, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week here on Four from the South. Oh, we, we are going to get a Twitter yes. and a email and all that because we need, we're going to need some stories and maybe you guys can help us with that. So watch uh, this space for more information about that. Thank you so much, Fabrizio. Appreciate it. Thanks to our listeners. Goodbye. Four from the South is hosted by me, Steve Healy, and Fabrizio Capano. Robert O'Shaughnessy is our producer. Original theme song by Amy Stolzenbach. Four from the South is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, Sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.